0: Because we started off last week talking about getting to the roots, the foundation, the absolute base component of gardening. Joining me this week is, of course, our gardening expert and Anne, Anne Welcome back.
1: Thank you so much, Shaggy. I appreciate your comment. Welcome to the highly effective tropical gardening with Anne Gachuhi. In today's session, we'll be talking about Backyard Composting Made Easy. Today's session is an interview with our local TV and radio host Shaggy Jenkins and we'll go through the most important parts of composting so that you get an understanding of how you can make it easy and create that wonderful rich soil that you need and of course, recycle the landscape materials. Be talking about the benefits of composting and where to place your compost. And some of those compost bins you sometimes see in the garden stores and you don't know what to do. And some of the factors that you need for really good composting.
0: A lot of people, they hear the word compost. Mm -hmm. They see it on bags in stores. What exactly is compost?
1: Compost and composting is actually the process whereby you use the naturally appearing materials that we have in the homestead. And instead of throwing them away and filling up our landfills, you take that material, whether it is your grass clippings, Mm -hmm. whether it's the leaves or it's the branches you have, and then you let nature take its course. You let nature, the microorganisms okay. that can naturally <laughs> oh. break it down to something that is real. <laughs> and in fact, with composting, we always talk about the three R's, the recycling. Mm-hmm. And you want to be able to reuse. Mm-hmm. And and also you want to be able to retain the good stuff. The mm-hmm. materials that you can re- return back. So you have a cycle. You have things grow, things die, things release the nutrients, and then you can reuse it again. Hmm. But a lot of people sometimes don't know how to do composting properly.
0: Let's start off with the basics because okay. I thought all you're doing mm-hmm. is really creating a pile of plant matter, animal matter, things like that, in a pile mm-hmm. that, that that eventually turns into miraculous, life-giving fertilizer but you're saying that 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 placement is important because in my mind i'm thinking this stuff is rotting material it's going to stink i want it as far away from my house as possible
1: and that's very right and in fact we're going to talk about the five factors like i've mentioned the composting process there's what we call the food factor and that's really important because you're providing what we call the greens and the browns and the greens All those materials, like your kitchen scraps, your fruit and vegetable waste.
0: So, like, if you make a salad, your leftover lettuce, things like that. You leave
1: those. Your grass clipping, your leaves, your coffee grounds, your eggshells. Oh, oh, coffee grounds? Yes. Your chicken manure, if you have any, or cow manure. And even your landscape plants that are not very woody. So, this is the category we call the green. Okay. And then we have the brown category. And this is... Examples of wood chips, your shredded newspaper, so don't throw it away, your shredded cardboard, your straw, your corn stalks, your dried leaves, sawdust, wood shavings, small amounts of wood ash, and other landscape materials that are already brown.
0: Okay, because I thought you were going in a different direction with the whole brown thing. No. Okay.
1: We are going into the land brown.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay, because, you know, I was thinking no. So we have the greens and the browns. Okay.
1: so you have to have a ratio of those so it's things really that you can see we have around us so it's not anything that you're getting or to make a huge effort to acquire mm-hmm. it's those things that you already have and now you're putting them in the proper proportions so that you come up with this wonderful wonderful earthy material that is an amendment and a conditioner for your soil
0: can i ask a question Sure. Why would coffee be considered a green and not a brown?
1: It's still green. It's interesting, and that's a good question, because sometimes you find the landscape materials, if you have, let's say, your shrubs, and you cut them down, when they are still greens, they're in the green category. But Mm -hmm. if they stay too long in the landscape, they become brown. So they they start acquiring more carbon. So they get to be... uh, called in the brown category. So the coffee grounds are still green. They're not yet brown. But if Mm. you took a coffee branch and it was dried out and it was chipped, then it becomes brown.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Do you ever walk around your garden with like a lab coat on? (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> there is like a real science to this. I mean, you were just talking about ratios of green to brown. What is the magic number ratio? The magic number ratio,
1: I'm glad you asked, is you aim to have about a quarter to a half of the materials high in nitrogen. That is the green category. Mm. And then you want to have at least the rest in brown. So sometimes they talk about this ratio, which I don't want anybody to get confused about. They call it the CN ratio. CN that, ratio. That is the carbon versus the nitrogen ratio which we are aiming to have about a 20 to 1 or 30 to 1 but if you didn't remember all that all you need to know is you need about a, a half to a, a quarter to a half of the materials being green
0: okay so a quarter the to it the it half.
1: Be, yes the rest of it can the three-quarter can be brown okay but the more green the faster you have a breakdown of your materials because you don't want your compost pile to stay too long You want to, if you have really all these factors that you're going to talk about, you can have your compost ready in about two to four months
0: Okay. in Hawaii. So let's go through things first. All right. What are methods? Because you you, you talk about methodology of Mm -hmm. composting. Mm -hmm. Me, like I said, find a pile, throw it on, come back later. Okay. That's my only technique. Okay what is another technique because you said there's methods to this
1: there's the factors first of all you have to discuss to decide on which you call the composting process so once you decide on your food factor so you have a pile of greens and browns Mm -hmm. then you have to think about the air factor that is you want these materials once you layer them so you put like a layer of the browns a layer of the greens a layer of the ground, browns, a layer of the green. And in between, you can splash on or put a little handful of compost, already fresh compost, or well-rotted compost with, or soil. This is a lot like making bread. Yes, it's actually like a lasagna. Oh. So you layer the brown, you layer the greens, you place a handful of soil or fertilizer, a nitrogen fertilizer, then you splash it with some water, you throw some water in because you want this material not to be too dry because the microorganisms that does the composting actually need some moisture.
0: Mm, okay. And so
1: you moisten out the materials, and then you start the process all over again. You want a pile which is about three by three by three feet. That is a, a cubic yard. Oh,
0: so three by three by three. Yes. One cubic yard of composting, yes. and, and that's what you're – Your starter post should be.
1: Yes. So you have that. And then you have to keep on turning it. You've seen people with a pitchfork Mm. turning it because the temperatures start rising. You know, the microorganisms are feeding on this stuff.
0: Yeah. That's the thing that I ran into the problem of is my compost pile was physically... Hot, yes. because it was never turned.
1: Yes, it becomes hot over time because what is happening? All these millions of microorganisms are actually doing their job. Mm-hmm. They are breaking it down, and in the process, they, it heats up. And so, sometimes it, you want it to heat up between ninety degrees and one hundred and forty degrees because you want to kill all the bacteria, all the viruses, all the bad stuff that might have gone into the pile. Yeah, and then so that's a good temperature. But when the temperature rises, you need to turn it so you take a pitchfork and turn it up every three to five days and then in the process you're also giving air you're adding air into the pile okay and of course we talked about the moisture factor so occasionally you ta- you check and see if your compost pile is moist enough not too wet you don't want it dripping not too dry the consistency of a well wrung sponge
0: oh okay
1: that's what you want
0: so if it starts to look a little bit on the powdery side, you need to get water, water yes. quickly.
1: Yes, so you put water. Right. And then the the fourth thing is the size. Sometimes you find people throwing huge chunks of landscape materials and they want it to become a compost. It's not going to happen in a very, you know, it will take a long time. Yeah. So you need to chop up. If you have branches, let's say you have these uh, coconut fronts, you cut them up. You want to have a small pieces, like two inches, if it's possible. So That's if you have a small. shredder or something, you know, something to break it down or like cut a it down. a <laughs> mulcher. A mulcher. Something to actually cut it down. So you want a nice small size. And then lastly, you want to make sure that you have enough material to actually compost. You know, sometimes people throw a little material here and they think, oh, I'm going to have a compost pile. No, it needs to be at least a cubic yard.
0: Oh, okay. So anything under that you're just littering
1: no not it's gonna (laughs) it'll break down but it's gonna take a long time oh okay so you need the
0: volume hmm all right so i mean oh god we're gonna run out of time real quick on this um there's a hot yes because there's the cold method which you said if somebody
1: just threw them in a trench your remains and stuff and just forgot about it that's the cold method. Yeah. Then the hot one is where you have the revolving drums. And they're there in every garden sh- center. You can buy them at Lowe's or wherever. The rotating drums. So you can take one where you actually turn it occasionally. But it, because of time, if anybody would like to learn more about composting, or you can visit our website, Home Gardening Support Network dot-com okay
0: and then real quick I just want to go materials to avoid
1: oh I'm so glad you brought that up because that's always coming up do not put in any materials that are bones fatty oily or greasy food
0: yeah don't throw your burgers
1: in. anything that has meat cheese or milk products that's bad any charcoal any pet twists any sludge or materials that are heavily infested with diseases or insects. Because if the temperature, for one, they'll bring in rodents. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. And then two, uh, if they're not composted enough, you'll still carry over the problem in your new fresh compost. So if it was insects or diseases that were in your garden materials or weeds, they'll continue in your compost pile. mm
0: And if everything's done right, two to six months? Two to six months,
1: if you do it well. Otherwise, if it doesn't happen, if all those factors are not taken into consideration, it takes a bit longer. Oh, God. Well, I hope you'll also leave a review and also, of course, subscribe to our episodes. And I'm excited to have you join us.